level. All right. By the Counting Crows. Didn't see that one, dude. Wow. Yeah, well, I was already on the Counting Crows from the last one. I didn't know they right did there. that, man. It's classic. Classic dead. I haven't really gotten down with the dead in a while. No? To, uh, no, no. It's been, it's been like, I might have to uh, dip back in. Don't um, do it. It's CIA. It is. I got to say, <laughs> I'm reading a book right now, uh, Chaos. Uh, it's about the Manson murders. Ooh. Ooh, and that's got to be good. It's pretty interesting. Um, it's the fella. It's written. It's a page turner. The fella is. Uh, he he writes it as a guy. Um, you know, investigating uh, the story and how each turn he takes, he he goes further down a rabbit hole, and it, it's leading him into kind of like uh the CIA and all this stuff. And and so I, I'm halfway through it. I'm very excited to where it's going. But, um. What's interesting, and it, it keeps, uh, he's interviewing all these powerful Hollywood elites and players from the 60s. And, he, you know, you're kind of constantly thrust into the moment of like the late 60s, 67, 68, 69. And uh, our culture has kind of romanticized that element of our, you know, uh, history. But really, it, it, it seems more and more so that. After the 50s, especially after Kennedy was assassinated, which is a major topic in the other book I was reading about with the Bush family, um, after that Kennedy assassination, man, and when the CIA really took over, uh, you know, the 60s, what a weird, rotten, and kind of culturally devoid time. Like, people in our society and our culture got really nasty. And the drugs and everything, yeah. it all really, that was when the madness really took over, you know? Like, we descended culturally. Oh, you're right. And those are the people that never came back. Those are the people who, like, rebelled as kids and they were all about, you know what I mean? But just like all other generations before them, you were supposed to rebel in your 20s, you know, your teens, and then kind of come back to the normal as you get older. It's really the, weird. The, you know what I mean? But yeah. Absolutely. The 60s, 70s people. I mean, that's why we're in the situation we are now. Those, yes. are, the, those are the people running the country now. Absolutely. I and cannot they, and they help they never but think went that. back to that, you know? Yeah, it's, I get these overwhelming sensations as I'm reading this book because the author does a great job of uh, putting you in the scene there and in the moment. And, um, and it's written by a guy, mind you, who, who did his reporting in 1999 through 2009. You know, and he released the book just a few years ago, oh. and um, it's an incredible expose on just um the powerful influence of the uh, alphabet agencies in the '60s on the the so-called quote-unquote counterculture. And one of my favorite things about the Dead in that time is the fake show that they put on. Uh, I wish I could look it up. It's like the uh, not. It's considered one of their best shows, right? <laughs> uh, I'm not kidding. Um, here, if you were to do the show that never happened, yeah, the, yeah, the best May eighth, seventy seven, right? And where was it? It was uh, uh, let's see here because well, it, it didn't happen. Well, no, it, it was um, <laughs> I forgot the school, but it's an inter- There's a there's a show that alleged it's it it's Cambridge or Barton no- Hall. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Can, and so uh, it was the show that allegedly never happened, but allegedly people remember being there. You can buy the show 
It's a, Ithaca, New York. And um, it, it's uh, alleged that the Grateful Dead agreed to be a part of an experiment where the CIA put on a, or, you know, a fake show happened. The show never happened, but uh, they, they created an environment where people believe they went to the show. And I know that sounds insane, but that's it was it's a, it was like one of these psyops they put on in the early days, uh, you know that uh, were testing their ability to persuade the public that something happened when it in fact didn't. Let's say like you wanted to persuade people there's a pandemic going on, but nobody's dying around them, right? Right. Well, that's a good way to to practice. You know, how do we yeah? How do we convince people that it's happening? Right? So, so you think they they like. They got people that were in on it to just pour into the stadium and then leave and tell everybody they saw the greatest show? Or do you think people actually believe they saw the show? that went? Because they're saying that people, that for sure, on that day, uh, thousands of people filed into this hall. Yes. That's where the story ends. They don't know if there, (laughs) you don't know if there really was a concert or not. The theory is there was no concert, but everybody there is saying that it was the greatest concert. No, no, no. So, it's a Cornell 77. Is that the one you're talking about? They're saying it happened Barton yes. Hall, Ithaca, yeah, Bar- New York. That is, yeah, no, that's the Cornell University show. Yes, Ithaca, New York. That's the, that's the show. All right, I don't so, know why I thought Cornell was in California. Well, but no, the album. <laughs> no, but you can buy the- All the Finocchios made me believe it was good. All right, fin- <laughs> But here, no. If you if you look up Cornell seventy seven, it's an actual album the Dead put out, and this is the uh, this is the basis of the fake show. So allegedly, Cornell seventy seven, which by many Deadheads is considered the best Grateful Dead live album, right? Uh, it's a fake album. The show never took place, but there are people out there who claim they were at Cornell seventy seven, May eighth seventy seven. But allegedly, the uh, this was all with in coordination with the Grateful Dead. They put together a mix of various different other shows. They put it together into an album, and they released it as Cornell seventy seven. But the show never happened. But people will cl- tell you that they were there. Yeah, but they're saying they have proof that people were there. It, I'm, on, on I know. Day. Oh, I know. I've looked into it in multiple ways. But Cornell seventy seven <laughs> is really weird. But then you think about the dead. The dead came out of San Francisco, and you know the. No, but Cornell University says they have the records for the people being there. It, there's just a lot of speculation around it, and the point being is, and it's just a way to highlight the idea that the dead mm. really arose at in a specific time in a very specific place when the CIA were funding their acid experiments, and, and out comes this this band, this business conglomerate that now employs half a million people around the world man i mean the grateful dead is a business and it makes a lot of money and how did this just happen to come out of the spot where our government was test doing the acid experiments like come on man and that is the generation that just fell for the covid bullshit and they're the ones that are pushing it you know and you've heard me bring this up on the show and i stand by it I don't think it is any coincidence whatsoever that we assassinated President Kennedy in November of 62 or 63, right? Uh, and then uh, the, that winter in February, we just happened to have the Beatle mania invasion and everyone is swept up in the Beatles, <laughs> one of the greatest pop bands of all time. Come on, folks. Let me tell you about Building 7. All right. 
<laughs> yeah, February 64, the Beatles came in. November and, 63, uh, they, sh- they had the That was three the months d'etat. after uh, the Kennedy assassination. So they, they staged one of the most gruesome and insane coup d'etats uh, live it's a, it's on almost, television. It's almost, it's almost, almost comparable to we stole an election. We did it right in front of you. Look at Taylor Swift. Oh, she's with Travis. And Travis he's, telling you, he's telling you to get it get two at the same time, man. Two at the same time, bro. Double two, dose. Doubling up, bro. Double. Oh, that's going to be the new commercial. Taylor Swift taking two Kelsey dicks. Double up. <laughs> get that double shot. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Oh, man. Get that double Kelsey. Uh wow! All right. Um, so we're <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're hitting it today with the conspiracies. I know we're in the fourth episode. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the whiskey's been poured. I got I got taken <laughs> away. I, I I lost track of the uh, pod bean action here. Who we got here? Oh, Sean's in. Sean, I I see you there. All right, excellent. He's hanging out you with buy us. Buy for a dollar. I don't know what that means. All so. right, but I. <laughs> What else do we got left? Uh, we had, we got nothing left on the docket, I think. Uh, yeah, we did. I had to hear the, uh, what was the ableist movie complex? Okay, yes. All right. So do you know this Reverend Barber fella? You know him. No. You've seen him. Reverend. I'm X? Look him up right now. Reverend he, Barber. He's no, the, you, yeah, I think, I, I, think I got CNN. in trouble for saying stuff you about his You definitely did. You, oh, I, you know who I'm talking about when you see his picture. Uh, the they love him on CNN and especially MSNBC. Reverend Barber apparently uh went to go see the Color Purple. Oh, that's what we were we were talking about it earlier, man. <laughs> I totally forgot about this. Okay, so he was checking out the Color Purple, and uh, yeah, all right, here we go, Reverend Barber. This video shared with ABC 11 by Reverend Barber showing the tail end of an incident that began over his use of a chair. Barber walks with two canes due to a form of arthritis and has trouble sitting down in certain chairs. Because of that, he'll often bring his own seat to events, which resembles a bar stool with a back. That's what he did in this case, setting it up in the theater section designated for people with disabilities. However, he was told by an employee that was not allowed. That disagreement escalated, and eventually a staffer called police. Barber would voluntarily leave the theater after an officer arrived and no charges were filed. As he walked out, he appeared to say staff told him it was a fire hazard. In a statement, Barber writing, with all the issues and real battles going on in the world, for managers of a theater to decide they can't accommodate you and would rather remove you from a theater is absurd, which is why I prayed for them. All right, so he, he got removed from the theater because he was blocking the fire escape. <laughs> <laughs> Who brings a bar stool to a movie theater? Just, Could you bring a more obnoxious <laughs> chair to no. a movie theater? They're claiming that they're being ableist, or he, you know, they're uh, not aligned. He's disabled, I guess. So uh, uh, we've already given you assholes the best seats. You have the best <laughs> seats with the back to the wall, and like you got, you know what I mean. You get the. I don't know. I don't know. I I think it's one of the funniest little uh, nonsense <laughs> fucking clips. Happy New Year. How outrageous did you have to get for them to call the cops? You know it didn't get handled in an appropriate manner. This guy clearly acted like an ass. He was absolutely probably belligerent, and they had to like delay the movie, I bet. And I am, I am assuming it was a huge scene. Yes, if the cops showed up, it was a huge fucking scene, dude. Like, <laughs> what makes you think you have the right to bring a bar stool? Like the, spot, the handicap spot is for wheelchairs. A bar stool. Oh, just take the Ozempic, dude. Like, come on, <laughs> take the Ozempic and fit in a normal chair like the rest of us. 
This is terrible. Did you hear the new thing on uh, Southwest? You wore the fat seats. We covered this. Will you get the sign? No, we... No. We oh, dude, Tim this. Dillon went on like a 10-minute rant. It was so fucking funny. Because you know how like Southwest famously, you don't get a seat. It's like everybody boards and then you, you grab a seat. Uh, so now if you're too fat that you need two seats... You pre-board, and then they give you a sign to put on the seat that your fat is hanging over into. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to say that it's reserved. Yeah. So- and they're doing it for free. <laughs> so now they're for giving you an extra seat for free if you're too fat. All right, well, I'm going to bring a fit-only sign, and I'm going to put a sign next to me that says fit-only. Good call. Yeah, think about how much money I'm saving you in taxes and healthcare and everything by being fit. Yeah, but I, you aren't allowed to pour over into me because I am not taking up maximum space, right? So, you know, why don't I, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm a victim here. Let me ask. <laughs> because you know what? You know, you know, you've seen me, dude. I get sought out by the fat people on the planes. They see me and I they're know. like, oh, I'm sitting next to that guy. All right, and I don't want to sit next to this person. I want to sit next to the other fit people. Got to fly first class, I'm telling you. Well, I do. I, I pay for the... Uh... <laughs> Me and Emma always pay up. Always. You have to. Fuck that. I'm never flying with you peasants again. No. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's the getting off the plane first. It has nothing to do with anything else. Yeah. I just want to have... Because I noticed a trend over the last few years, which is uh, people from the back right when we land, just walking up to the front and filling the aisle. And fighting. And just getting into oh, fights. being very aggressive about them being an asshole. That's what's amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm the asshole, but I'm going to be in your face about how I'm the asshole, and you're the asshole because you're telling me I'm an what's asshole. What's your problem? You got a problem with me being an asshole? <laughs> I know. Like, what's the big deal? I'm being an asshole here. Can't you see? <laughs> yeah, why, why you got to act like an asshole just because I'm being an asshole? What's up? Can't have two assholes. <laughs> It's insane. Oh, try landing in Chicago O'Hare. You're going to see a fight. The, You're going no, to see a fight in the aisle. The standing it's up, insane. filling the aisle. So we, we just decided, uh, you know, no more. You know, let's just get the seats We need up to front. stop cutting prices. We need to go back to this being like an elite. I hate to sound like an elitist. Did you see the statistics on uh, Costco? No. Crazy. They were talking about how Costco is one of the only stores that has physical stores that is, is, is killing it. They're actually making money, right? Uh, so much so that their employees are about to ruin them by un- unionizing. Which, <laughs> and demand $20 an hour, right? No, they're looking for like 36 It's crazy. Oh God, it's a stock dude. shelf. But uh, they were saying one Did of the only reasons... they not know they're, they're going to be replaced by robots? Does oh, nobody see this? They're already doing it in Amazon. It's so insane to me. But uh, they were saying the, one of the reasons they're still profitable is because all the other stores are losing almost a billion dollars a year to theft. Costco has almost no theft because you have to be a member to even get into the store. <laughs> wow. Right? Right. And just that cuts down on a certain group of people who are most likely going to walk in and steal a bunch of shit. You're right. I think they're going to catch on. I like this. And I think you're onto something. The other places are, you're just going to have to be a member everywhere. Yeah, you're going to have to show your card. No, you're going to have to flash your uh, phone ID and prove that you're vaccinated. <laughs> and your social uh, score. Yeah, your social ID. <laughs> what kind of comments did you make about Biden over there on Twitter? Well, <laughs> all right. 
I uh, see so you downloaded the Dude Man podcast. Mm, oh, yeah, okay. Well, you, you can go shop with the other homeless people over at Walmart. Good luck, though. <laughs> nice try trying to yeah. sneak into Whole Foods. Yeah, Walmart. Uh, well, I got one more that I wanted to toss out. Uh, I thought this would infuriate everybody still around, uh, including myself. It's back. It's 2024. We have an election here, folks. Bring on the mandates. Now, Los Angeles County is reinstating mask mandates for staff and visitors to healthcare facilities after stop, a recent upswing stop, in COVID. Stop, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. The Frank, very funny. Very funny. That blonde chick's a dude? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I just had to, I had to ease the pain. I know, I threw it in there. No, this is real. Oh. Dare you? <laughs> how 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 dare you? Yeah, this is from. <laughs> this is 2021, yes. Frank. This or is this? Are you seriously? This is yesterday. Recent. This is yesterday. Now, Los Angeles County is reinstating mask mandates for staff and visitors to healthcare facilities after a recent upswing in COVID-19 infections. Some hospitals oh in Massachusetts God. and Wisconsin also with similar requirements. The name is COVID-19 because it came out in 2019. We're fucking 2024. <laughs> <laughs> it's tomorrow. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys talking about? Oh, oh my god, get out of California. It's an election. People. We get all out like... of California. Did you hear about the new super fungus in the Gaza Strip? <laughs> I'm gonna buy some spores and grow my own super fungus here, actually. I'm getting really into it. Uh, yeah. Apparently a soldier was wounded and he caught a super fungus. Nothing could kill it. Yeah, this is crazy. Wow, it probably would have nothing to do to do with those bio labs they discovered all throughout Ukraine that we definitely weren't funding. <laughs> Where's Fauci? Well, I just saw the stock on Tenactin went up. Tough actin Tenactin, yeah, man! <laughs> oh my god, wait a second. Oh, that's incredible, man. Yeah. Man, this is a... Uh... Hey, hang around locker rooms like these guys, and you're bound to run into athlete's foot. And it couldn't get tough. <laughs> See, you get that itching and cracking stuff. And look, boom, even burning. Now that's yeah. a really <laughs> tough case. And that's when you want a medicine that acts tough. Boom, tough actin tenactin. You see, tenactin cures even tough cases of athlete's foot fungus. It's clinically proven. No wonder it's the antifungal most recommended by pharmacists. Hey, you got a tough case of athlete's foot? Get this. Boom. Tough yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, the IDF, for all their intelligence agents and everything, they never heard of uh, Tough Actin Tenactin. Tough Actin Tenactin. You put it on, boom. going to save a soldier's life. Boom. Tough Actin <laughs> Hey, playing in, the, playing in the NFL is tough, man. Come on. You got to... <laughs> You gotta fight it with something tough. You get some tough fungus in the NFL, you (laughs) You know? (laughs) It's such a good commercial if you watch it, man. The graphics (laughs) from the 90s. This is like early 90s, let me, 89, 92, somewhere around there. And they showed like the smoke and the the fire coming off the feet. You know, he takes classic.
So if you have the time, take uh, take a look at some of the photographs and even footage of what's called the greatest game in football history. <clears throat> it was yes. in uh, 1958. It was the Giants versus the Baltimore Colts um, with Johnny Unitas. It, it, it's it's a spectacular, uh, a lot of spectacular imagery going on with it. Um, and I was kind of uh, reading some stories and I was you know perusing through the photographs. Man. Men, dude, were playing this game. That that was the hard knocks, dude. These guys are muddied and bloodied, and they got these like, you know, heavy. Sw- Everything looked so heavy on them. The pads, yeah. the the cloth of the jerseys, the tape around and the none knuckles. None of these guys were getting a hundred million dollars. They had to like go work at the steel mill. Dude, they the talk in the article. It says the year before Johnny Unitas was making seven dollars a week. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, dude. No, no, no joke. They were like literally steel workers. Yes, man. It's they so worked at these like steel factories. They're pouring molten steel all day, and then yes. go play football on the weekend. Ah, oh, yeah. that's crazy, dude. I can't believe they're doing this mandate. Okay, let's play it real quick, and then how uh, can you, you get know. away with this in 2024, dude? This is the reality. It's easy. It's easy, actually, because. The emergency ended only six months ago. May of 2023 but, was the and, end of the and emergency. And why, why is it only super liberal counties that are having this COVID resurgence? You know, well, so bad that they need to do mask mandates, but no, no, nobody's dying in Florida of COVID? It's the tale as old as time. My COVID only strikes the Democrats. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just like celiac disease. <laughs> hey, come to Denver. No problem here. It's a mile high up in the sky, baby. Now, Los Angeles County is reinstating mask mandates for staff and visitors to health care facilities after a recent upswing in COVID-19 infections. Some hospitals in Massachusetts and Wisconsin also with similar requirements. Los Angeles officials say despite the recent increase in new infections, hospitalizations and deaths, the numbers remain below last winter's peak. Wow. So even though it's affecting nobody except for probably the boosted, uh, <laughs> masks are back. Yeah. If you wait man. long enough, Seth MacFarlane will be there. Uh, oh, I'm sure he's got his boost going on there. God, dude, that is crazy. How, see, this is a, they don't want to give up this power. They want to see you with masks. It's like a fetish for these people. Oh, they it's know absolutely. they have control over you when they see you with the mask, you know? Well, <clears throat> California, I see it happening. Uh, here now because uh, in Denver because Denver is the little brother of California. It is a monkey see monkey do, uh, and so you know I I foresee very soon masks and then Alex Jones kind of predicted this. We're gonna have the lockdowns or some sort of restriction based situation where they need people to mail in their votes. That's what they're waiting. That's what they need. Yeah, it's either gonna be a terrorist <laughs> attack or it's gonna be. A new virus or a combination of both? Do you know it uh, resurfaced and I couldn't believe it? I didn't. I, 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 this is why they canceled Tim Allen. Do you remember the tweet he said about the vaccine? No, I don't actually. Tim Allen tweeted this was early when they were talking about the mandates for the vaccine. Uh, he, he tweeted out just mail me the vaccine and the paperwork that marks off that I got it and I will. Give it to myself, check off that I got it, and mail it back to you. You trust me, right? <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> just like the mail-in voting. <laughs> and that's when he got canceled. Yeah. Yeah, his show got kicked off the air. Yeah, that's right. That's how it works, man. Uh, Poor guy. Wow. Masks. They're coming back. Well, uh, we're about towards that 30-minute point. Uh, Dude, Sean, you got anything you want to say? You can call in if you want, man. We're, uh, we're hanging else? out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anybody listening, download Podbeam. You could call in and listen live on Sundays. Uh, we're also live on Wednesday. Podbeam. Then, uh, Podbeam? Or is it a beam or a bean? It's a bean, actually. Yeah. Bean. That's yeah. right. <laughs> pod be- oh, that makes sense. Like a bean pod? <laughs> I, don't, pod bean. I don't know. They, they're playing our episodes uh, for now, which is all that matters. Uh, they haven't canceled this yet. Yeah. They might, yeah. Dude, Sean, are you, uh, where is he? Baby uh, Bochata? What's but, up? What's up? Yeah, man? Oh, there it is. <laughs> man of ne- many names there, baby. <laughs> yeah. To fight the sense. Incognito, censors. my friends. <laughs> yeah, stay one step ahead of the man, you know? For sure. Real yeah, question. Hey, I listened to the episode from last week where I was on there, and I didn't. I don't think I made it clear. I was uh, too uh, wired, excited to be in the program. But I'm using a dry vape that I'm actually vaporizing flour. Yeah, I saw you write that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you had the Pax device before? That's actually too rich for my blood. The one that I got is eighty <laughs> bucks, and it more than does the trick. Absolutely. Absolutely, and a lot of them come with attachments where you can actually put them into your bong, so it's it's already below the temperature of combustion, and then you're running it through a bong. I mean, mm, come on, already. that's awesome. Save that throat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but uh, one thing. So I got a couple questions. Uh, Mike. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> I'm in trouble. It's uh, it's it's delicate, so I gotta I gotta word it uh, gingerly when I say flat moon, baby. Yes, <laughs> long live. Why, why, oh, why is the moon only facing one side towards the Earth, no matter what? Because it's orbitally locked, so it's actually rotating, but at the same rate, it's orbiting the Earth. Actually, if you just wait a couple million years, you will start to see the opposite side of the moon. As it slowly moves away from us and it's, you know, it changes its speed of rotation and orbit, it will no longer be locked. Hmm. Facially locked. Okay, one more question. <clears throat> um, in 2019, NASA had come out and said that they were off by like 100,000 miles and where they thought the moon was actually located. <laughs> and, and, I'm so it's been that long, so I don't really remember exactly. But you you can look it up. I'm sure Google's changed a thousand times. But with that <laughs> being said, you said 2011. No, 2019. Oh, right 19. before the uh, scamdemic. I, I I because like the place I worked at, they were a bunch of like they would always be like flat, you know, uh, flat earther. So so my like I my thing with flat earth is I believe it's like what's referred to as like a. a a MacGuffin where it can't be proven or unproven, so it's it's like perfect to create a wedge amongst us. It's like pretty much polarized right down the center. But what I wanted to ask is, mm. so when they came out with that that information on that distance, they also said that they were in inner orbit, so that's not outer space. So then, what's with all this uh, floating around? My hair's floating. <laughs> yes. So like all the fake footage, like it's still based on. That there's no gravity. 
they well, nobody really... ever says there's no gravity. That's a huge misconception. There's always gravity anywhere in the galaxy, or anywhere in the universe. You're going to experience gravity. It's just a matter of the uh, magnitude. So, like, literally you right now are being affected by a star, you know, millions of light years away. You could do the math. It's a universal formula for gravity. It, you, just the distance you are. There's always gravity. Everything in the universe is reacting. It's one of our great mysteries is how it works. You are reacting with everything in the universe through gravity, and everything in the universe is reacting on you through gravity. You just don't feel it because the Earth is the strongest thing to you right now. Uh, so even up in space, what you call no gravity is your body's reaction to... You're actually always falling when you're orbiting. And just like when you're falling in sky, if I were to take a plane and just drop, nose drop, you know, nose dive down, you would feel the same thing you feel like in the space station. They actually do that to practice for zero gravity, you know. All right. Well, I mean, I, you know, personally, okay, so <laughs> all right. What's up? So one thing is with the measurements for how they have supposedly got everything perfectly mapped out, calculated. Then why the misfiring with the moon's distance and how would that throw everything off? And then also, are we going based off the theory of the Big Bang Theory? Because I don't see anything getting gravitationally locked in after an explosion where it's just stuck. Like that um, doesn't resonate as something that would be true to me. <clears throat> well, that's the, the Big Bang because you're dealing with something like uh, it's more of a you have to break it down with like a system within a system. So right during an explosion, you're not going to get something that's going to be orbitally locked. But through all the years and everything, where all the forces working on it, our solar system became kind of its own isolated system. It, though it is still in the larger system of the universe, that it, that isolated system makes it possible to get something that will orbit around a planet and be uh, facially locked. You know what I'm saying? Not really, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Sean, actually, I, I guess, uh, you know, I'm wondering with you, um, you know, what, what appeals to you about the flat Earth theory? You know, you've heard me talk about, like, how flat Earth, uh, like, there's, there is something about it that I enjoy. You know there is there is something uh, appealing to me about the the counter argument and and arguing just with the narrative in itself, right? Like what for you? What is it that draws you to it actually? Okay, so for me, I, I I'm with whoever said it was like a pretty much when you said you thought it was a psyop at first. I I do believe it that I think it's just another wedge, and whether it's true or not, it's just been. A remanufacturer to us poor citizens as another uh, polarizing wedge. It's either yes or no. We're black or white. It's either flat or that. And we're already <laughs> at each other's throats in a way where it's hypercritical. Well, it's like, how could you even see? You know, it's very polarizing. But for me, what I think it is, regardless, is I like that it challenges the truths of NASA. Mm -hmm. And then one thing with like the Big Bang Theory, it's like, when did these theories uh, come into play? It's like, earlier in the script of science like gravity was like pretty much like what at least what i remember being taught like that's pretty much the basics and some like beginning science but like why it was the, be would it was the beginning of newtonian physics 
I'm sorry, I couldn't barely hear. The, okay. like, like the whole gravity, like Newton and everything, that was the beginning, that was the birth of Newtonian physics, which is kind of what everything is based off of since. Those were, that's where you got the three laws, you know. Okay, so then we uh, have our science so much further down the road and we're so advanced that we're still going based on uh, something that's... <laughs> well, Newton you know, discovered laws. Really? Newton discovered laws, and the reason we call them laws is because, I mean, yeah, still to this day, we can't find any evidence in the universe that uh, contradicts his laws. So they they really are. It seems, to, it seems those are definitive parameters on... on the universe. So I just want to get back to what you but said there about there are and- others that, I and then um you know I for uh, I forgot what I was actually doing when I thought about that that dumb stick thing you said. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way. Hold on, though. I got to say something. But we got to go back to the uh, what you said about the 2019. So, so we the the moon and the orbits and everything they do go through cycles where you have different times of year we are in different proximities to other planets and they do pull and push on the moon also and uh what happens is you end up with differing orbits throughout the years and during these cycles and in february of 2019 you're right the moon got it was the closest it's been in like we could ever imagine but it was only like a it's, it's just part of its cycle so it's not that we were off it's just we when we talk about distance of moon, we do an average, and it's never really that. It's not a precise for that time because you'd have to change it. No, every the day, way the know? the article that I had read is that it was explained that they thought it was in, in the outer orbit or outer space when it's actually in inner orbit. It's like it's like truly, truly like right there. Like if they got to it, like it's not that big of a deal. Like what about let's say like space is all underneath the firmament. So like all that action, no matter which way it's moving. And like, you know, honestly, I feel like it's, it's just like, how could anybody have a big enough vision? And I think that's, I think that's what I would gravitate to pun intended would be that, uh, <laughs> underneath Murphy's law, we all don't know shit. But how, how and, do you explain every planet you can see is, is a ball? is a ball, but what yeah. if it's just flat on the other side? And actually, you can see the time to study this one. You can see no, no, the You need to see this one Sarah McLaughlin video where she holds up a blanket, and she's basically the queen of all the lesbians. So you know there's some truth, <laughs> there's hard truth into it. You can see all the light, like, peering through the blanket. So, like, what if these are just, like, holes? Yes, they're round, but they're, they're round holes. It's flat on the other. And on the other side, it's the other side of the veil. Oh, the firmament. Yeah. All <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> 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 yeah. The moon's a piece of cheese, people. <laughs> Provolone. <laughs> well, you know, uh, there's the theory that it's water, right? You know, it's the water separated from the water above and below. And so That's when cool. you actually uh, focus in on these stars and these planets, uh, they actually do look like we're peering through water. Yeah, a fluid. You got to stop saying water. A fluid. Right. And water is inferring hydrogen and oxygen. There's just not enough in the universe. Yeah, but water makes so. more sense to my stupid brain. Fluid, <laughs> you know, some kind of, you know, space fluid, I guess, sounds better. So yeah. maybe that's... <laughs> your space fluid over there. <laughs> you better keep it to yourself. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you run out of space fluid, you're doing it too much, you know? <laughs> I mean, without a doubt, though, there's something going on in space, whatever it is. And, uh, you know, our governments are, are militaristically spending incredible amounts of money in the black, you know, uh, military industry to, to finance whatever's going on there. So, and, and again, I, I, I think Trump admitted, like, accidentally, like, we have the Space Force, like, we're up there, you know? Yeah. Whatever it means, though, and it could just be in this really weird realm between the whatever the firmament is and, you know, or the... Uh, you know, the radiation belt and then whatever we're dealing with here uh, between Earth. And, you know, we, we don't really understand. Most of us have not been up to where Jeff Bezos and company have been to, uh, you know, float float up there in the uh They the made atmosphere. that uh, one Finocchio cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Star Wars guy. Yeah. J- Shatner. Shatner. Oh, yeah, made right. him cry. Jar Jar Binks? No. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, Jar Jar Binks might have been the beginning of the end. I swear to God. That was <laughs> the beginning of the end for Hollywood. Oh man. Well, Sean, I'm I'm glad yeah. you uh I'm glad you uh are, are into that stuff. I I, 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 I just... gotta tell you, man, I was uh I was working and uh I was rotting out a drain and this guy just randomly goes. So there if you're moving a thousand miles per hour at the equator. How come I can't stand on the North Pole and just spin around? Oh, wow. <laughs> and I spent four to six hours maybe working and just thinking the whole time on how to prove to him. <laughs> <laughs> on how to prove to him that it's possible. <laughs> For those that I... don't know, it's a difference between angular uh, velocity and linear velocity. On the equator, your linear velocity is a thousand miles per hour, but no matter where you are on the globe, your angular velocity is uh, 360 degrees per 24 hours. So if you stand on the north pole of the axis of rotation, you will spin, but it's one rotation for 24 hours. You won't even notice it. Wow. Yeah. So they got the they got the calculations. Uh, wait, is it Copernicus? I. I... So glad I forgot all that garbage. The sticks, yeah. Uh, talk about the sticks. So they're going off the original measurements off of basically when people wore bed sheets and they had sand. They're still going by the same no. artificial numbers. Like nothing no. has changed. Right. <laughs> no, no, here's the, another thing. Oh, uh, that's totally. While we're off. at it, that shit isn't. The only thing is off is a hundred billion. So like back like 2019 numbers again, 2018 because that's the last time I was like had co-workers that we would go back and forth on this <clears throat> it was open that nasa was spelling uh spending 100 billion a year now i've gone back and checked since then and they're only claiming like 24 billion but if you just do the math like that is way too much money which i'm with whoever said earlier that you feel uh it's like part of a, a dark project are they just taking yeah. this money and, and god knows who what they're actually doing with it it's a front absolutely um i absolutely agree on that um, these are some expensive uh, footage, and I will also beg to differ if we actually really have any true pictures of the Earth. So, so see, uh, our argument then is not really whether or not they're lying to us. Are you, like, you guys are arguing a level of competency that I just do not exist in any government. And, uh, I mean, for me, when I see that, like, black budget, 
I just see corruption, people stealing money. There's a lot of just, it's just theft. Instead, you guys are seeing it as, oh, they're actually, <laughs> for your guys' theory, a bunch of bureaucrats are getting together and figuring out a way to steal money from the American people and then using that black budget to come up with these projects? Why wouldn't they just put it in their pockets? How else That's... do you pay for the chemtrails, man? Come on. No, <laughs> man, come on. All of history will tell you those bureaucrats are stealing the money. They're not actually funding these fantastical oh. projects. So, well, to, to further my point uh, for, that I was uh, coming to is that now the, say, like 24000 or something like that, but when I'm uh, inquiring about that, there uh, people are telling me this may or may not be true, that Elon Musk has now, like, a part of them, and that's why they spend that much dramatically less. And I'm like, yeah, this guy reeks of, like, character. Even his name. Like, what is it's like, <laughs> something steel. Like, what yeah, the fuck? Like the, yeah, four letters, four letters, Elon Musk. Musk. It's a really weird... And and you know what it is? It's, uh, it's, it's like a super drab... It's a super drab name that makes you think of him as, like, somebody so sophisticated that they can't do simple shit, like tie their shoes, like Bill Gates. It's like, <laughs> ah, I'm antisocial, and that's why I'm... Spaghetti uh, arms, like, man. That's why I bought shit. McDonald's potatoes. <laughs> Right, right. Last I checked, if you're like healthy and there's, it doesn't have to be like one or the other. You're like, and probably you need to be both healthy in body and mind. These cats can't even do like a push up. I'm like, miss me with this character. But Bullshit. that's because you're seeing their human form. They're really lizards. <laughs> that's right. Their man. lizard body is on point. Six pack. <laughs> Here's, here's what I think. NASA, NASA is money. What if? Okay. What if? Imagine this. Okay. Uh, a thousand miles laterally. That's how much they're stealing our money. I'm not sure if that's horizontal or mm. gravitationally yeah, in my pocket going down <laughs> into a dark winter, but <laughs> that's way too much money. And they need to they need to pony up a little bit more than just, I mean, come on already. Then all their other bogus shit, like uh, the wars that they propagate all around. Like, oh, you know, yeah. Like, oh, we just we bypassed just... Congress, uh, and they're sending another couple billion to uh, Ukraine. Ukraine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that real quick, gentlemen. If you do the math, like before they even sent the last billion, I can't even keep track. So there's like months ago, uh, all veterans that are homeless would overnight have, uh, I think it was $2 million in their pocket. Yeah, we'd be millionaires. Yeah, I read that too. Yeah, every veteran would be a millionaire. Unbelievable. I'm like, yeah. okay, so I guess, ah, <laughs> uh, man. It, I, I, no, but you know. fuck you if you serve the military. We got we got to protect our immigrants that are coming here illegally, and we got to fight Ukraine, and, you know, and whoever else sent money to Joe Biden's son. That's what we got to do. Well, it's money. not only that. I don't know if you guys saw this, but starting in the new year in January, uh, California is giving free health care insurance to all migrants. No. Yes. Yeah. I wonder where they're going to get the money. <laughs> they're getting the free health care, man. <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. You and me. <laughs> the joke on us, buddy. That's and how right. about the fact that we just, like, 20-year 20, 20 war for our safety for terrorism or something to this effect, but now they're just leaving, like, the front door open, like, yep, come on in willy-nilly. Yeah. It's like, 
the only counter argument is that shame thing that we talked about a little bit last time. Yes. That shaming dialogue. It's like, Absolutely. or or I wanted I wanted to put this in front. I almost forgot. Like you see this, and I, uh, maybe if everybody uh, could just kind of take note of this, is these. Um, these jingles that really just shut down your uh, free thought. And one of those jingles happens to be like, well, come on now. We're all, uh, we're a nation of migrants. And it's kind of like, Oh, well, you're right. And then we're like, skip it to do that. Like that's <laughs> weird. And you saw it with the scamdemic too. It's like a jingle. It's like only the strong survive. It's like, okay, well, what the fuck does that have to do with the new world order sticking it to <laughs> us? Like it is weirdest concept. I think it has something to do with mind control. But uh, I totally agree. Uh, I think, Sean, well, what you're missing out on is the idea that you need to think about uh, trying to, you know, be all that all you that can, you be. can yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Yo, that's, uh, that, that's one thing. Dude, Nona talks about it all the time. That's the difference between the immigrants of today and yesterday. Is that you, they came here expecting nothing. But you know what I mean? They had to work hard and everything. It's totally different mind frame now where we're like, we got to give them everything. Wow. You know? <laughs> yes. It is weird. Time. But yeah, you should be all that you can be. Sean, uh, <laughs> I, I like where you're headed with the uh, mind control stuff. I'm a huge uh, believer and fan of the MK Ultra, and I think our our media is completely owned and designed to in, uh, instill mind control uh, on to the populace. That's why I believe we've heard weird phrases over the last few years that we never heard of before. We loved making fun of ketchup on the wall, uh, whether they were repeating that, or top of mind, I've heard so much. I, I just I think there are weird catchphrases out there that uh, we, we're not picking up on, but uh, that are probably the mind control element. Mm. Or, yeah, or, or even, like, full organizations that have it, like uh, Black Lives Matter, which is probably, like, Oh wow! Risky example. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why I felt like I had to censor myself all of a sudden, but like, yeah, it's like the thought doesn't go beyond that, you know. It's funny. So, These are safe uh, grounds, my boy. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, Mike, you, you were, do you remember how you were saying, uh, like, you felt like if you didn't get a certain level of health as a teenager or in your 30s, you, you're just never going to gravitate to anything. Yes, physical worthwhile. fitness by the time you're 30. Yes, you have to have a base. Yeah, so here, yeah. here's my thought with the MK Ultra and the similarity. I think once, how okay, let me rephrase this. How much TV do you think it takes that you watch a TV movie uh, to where you're Dunsky? To where basically, no matter, even if you walk away from television and movies and how they conceptualize our reality to some degree, whether we're aware of it or not. How many hours, how many days, how many years of television do you think you're just you just basically a diabetes of the mind, so to speak? I don't even think it's I don't even really think it's television. I I mean, I put it in terms of jobs. Twenty hours a week, you're now dedicating a full time job, a part time job to uh, TV. Right. If you're watching 40 hours a week of television or 40 hours a week of consuming uh, mainstream media, whether it's on TikTok or whatever, forty hours a week of that, you're f- you're now full time job, uh, brainwashing yourself. You know what I mean? Wow! If, if yeah. I spend forty hours a week doing plumbing, in ten years I'm going to be a master plumber, right? If I spend forty hours a week listening to MSNBC, in ten years I'm going to be a brainwashed 
you know, drone for the Democratic Party. <laughs> I'm going to be a professional you're Democrat. Reiner. You're Rob Reiner. Actually, Rob that's Reiner. What exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. Maybe tw- I mean, but in 20 hours a week, that's nothing. If you could, if you if you include the the uh, the TikTok, the YouTube, you know, cable TV, all that. If you're doing 20 hours a week of that kind of stuff, that's that's a part time job. And you're being in shit. I, I remember doing 20 hours a week of just channel surfing and not even realizing <laughs> it back in the day. And watching nothing, remember right? Remember that shit? Yes. Yeah. Yes, man. Yeah. And that's why our generation, I mean, we are the beginning generation. I had an argument with our parents about that. Like, that's why millennials and then Gen X, or the next generation coming up, we're going to be the even worst politicians, the worst people running. <laughs> we, we grew up at a time of no consequences. You right. know what I mean? Now we have all these just... It's, it's terrible. It's terrible what we did. That's I interesting. Know. And I, I do think that uh, there is um, the exposure of, of the mind control. I think the cell phones are what, why we've seen such a rapid deterioration societally. Uh, For sure. All of a sudden, in the palm of our hands at all times, we are being subjected to this MK Ultra mind control technology. They've abandoned televisions, I believe, outside of the jimmies on late night, you know? Uh, telling people what to think. Uh, I, I really do believe that if you want to see where the source of the mind control is coming from, it's in the phones in everybody's hands. Oh, I, I just talked about it earlier. I'm telling you, every podcast I listen to now, if it's mainstream, fucking uh, Daily Wire now has the same commercials as Fox News. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm not even joking. So don't tell me you're fucking independent media when you have the same advertisers as Fox News, right? And then I listen to any if I try to listen to anything else, it's 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 pharmaceutical companies, it's these people that are running the world. So yeah, I don't think you should be consuming any of it. Just listen to the dude man. 20 hours of dude man <laughs> is all right. <laughs> Oh, man, the problem is uh, we've run out of sources to actually just get some news where we are uh, are not suspect of bias. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I, I think that's why you're seeing a huge resurgence in people like Alex Jones. And that's what they don't understand is the more you, ice, you know, the more you consolidate the voices into one stream, the more people are going to reach out for another stream of information, you know? You're, you're hungry for it. And when... And when those people reach out to that to that life support or that buoy, that buoy will be controlled. In wrestling, we called exactly. it riding your opponent. You give them a way out, oh, but you should always you remain in an advantage <laughs> position. Like I could be in mount for four points, give it up, and go to side control, still be all good. It's not as an advantage position, but I'm still overall in an advantage position. And that's why I think we see stuff like yeah. January 6th, uh, Alex Jones, you know, where they, they also try, you know, it's as many multi-purpose as, excuse me, as proficient of manipulation as, as possible. And actually, sometimes they give away tales of their lies that way. But now, currently, I feel like they no longer give a F. They just throw anything out there and know it'll pretty much stick. Yeah, they don't and care. Oh, they're thing, doing it right in front of their The modern day zombies that they primed us for are the phone zombies and, and the political zombies. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, what, I got to ask you before we get cut off mask. here. Yeah, sorry, we're about to get cut off, but I got to know your opinion on this. What do you think of Vivek? All this, I know you've seen all the stuff he's doing on social media where he's trying to go. Do you think he's another controlled, op- you know, controlled opposition thrown in there to, you know? 
you know, I'm not on. I'm honestly not familiar with that person. I'll I'll look into mm-hmm. it over this over this week or whatever. But um, I want to just wish you guys a happy new year. Some yeah, of, you too, uh, this, you, Sean. This, you know, who knows? This next year is probably gonna be a nail biter. Shouts out to everybody in the chats, and um, just best of wishes and God bless and uh, flat moon. <laughs> we all for, agree on the flat moon. That's the best part. <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening, guys. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. Uh, and uh, we really appreciate everything. And uh, you know, uh, we love download Podbean. So. Listen to us live well, Sunday, we're, Wednesday, we're and call to... in on Sundays. Yes, yeah, so yeah. We're trying to we're reformating the show. We want to like uh, you know get get more in touch with you guys and hear what you guys think. Uh, you know, there's a lot. You know, a lot of awesome opinions out there, man. I love it, dude, Sean. I love the questions. I love Appreciate having it. to think about the world I live <laughs> in. You know what I mean? It's just it's so good.